Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man always gets his way. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another edition of the Free Money Podcast. It's been a little while since Drew Franklin and I did the Free Money Podcast. It's been a few months, but we're back and we're excited because it is conference tournament week. And we are here to give you a conference tournament preview as only we can. This is the first free money podcast that is part of the Action Network, which will be mine and Drew's home during the SEC, or excuse me, during the NCAA tournament and during the Kentucky Derby. Drew, are you excited to be part of the Action Network? I'm very excited. I've been a big Action user for quite some time. I always read their stuff and log all my bets on there. So you're, you're, you're rating on there. Of bets, like you do crazy well. Now, I mean, I, I I think people should look at that and go, either Drew is really good at this, or he's a big liar. I'm gonna assume he's Not really good at it, though. Well, uh, I believe it notifies people that follow me, so you would get caught if you were lying. I do. Know, I, there's one guy I used to follow, and I noticed he would delete all his losers. So, I mean, what's the fun in that? Come on, let's there's be no honest. fun in that. But I do have quite a record, and I can assure you, it's completely honest. I well, would never, I would never lie. I, I believe you. I believe you because you you're good at this, and I am good at uh, at trying to gamble. And I will be making my first picks during conference tournament week on the uh, exact same app. And hopefully, we have a very good March Madness. Last year was kind to me. Paid for vacation, maybe a new mattress. Let's uh, make some money again. That's the two things. Pay for vacation and hey, a new mattress. Can't beat it. The things you it's want. It's a good mattress. Now, for those of you listening, we want you to be part of the Action Network with us. If you go to actionnetwork.com slash KSR, they are going to give you a subscription for $3.33 a month. That Wait. strikes me as being crazy inexpensive. That's a good deal. $3.33. That didn't exist when I signed up. Now I'm a little jealous of our own listeners. You get 60% off, and you can use bracket simulators. Basically, it gives you everything you need to know in order to bet on the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament. I don't know how you can do better than that. And I'll tell you what, if you sign up, the folks at Action Network will like Drew and I even more yes. and will be able to do more stuff. If not Action, for yourself, just do it for us. Yeah, it's $3.33 a month. Come on. One thing I really like with it is you click on a game – and it shows you where the sharp money is, where all the smart people are. It's got a little, yeah. almost called it a graph. It's not a graph, just a little line that moves. And that's very helpful in betting. So if you're a gambler, do it just for that. You can get some intelligent insight on that. That's right. And the sharp money, uh, there's, you have that, you have trends, you have all that stuff. Everything you would need on the Action Network. And it's $3.33 a month. But here's what I like about the Action Network. They could have charged you $4. No. They saved you $0.67. Cents. Yeah. So three thirty three a month, you can do that. Sixty six times that's seven hundred ninety two cents a year. <laughs> what do you, you? Is that right? That was good math by you. Quickly, did you do that in your head? I'm telling you, listeners, I'm genius. Wait till I, you sit, start seeing my picks. I might go undefeated in March. Actually, I don't think that was the right math. I think it was more six hundred sixty six times twelve is not. It doesn't end in a two. It ends in a. 792, I told you. Like I said. Well done. All right, so we are going to go over today 
the six biggest conference tournaments and sort of tell you what you need to look for in the matchups. Now, we can't, of course, do every game because a lot of the games we won't even know uh, what they are yet. But the idea is we will give you the information you need to get ready. And so I figured we'd start with the ACC tournament. The ACC is in Charlotte this year. This is one of the – they play all 15 teams make it. You know, some of these conferences now, they don't put all the teams in. They do it. Uh, the one seed is Virginia. The two is Carolina. Three, Duke. And four, Florida State. Uh, right now, I would say you you have Duke is in the tournament. Uh, Clemson and North – Duke, Virginia, North Carolina, Florida State, Louisville, Virginia Tech in. Syracuse probably in. Clemson and North Carolina State probably on the bubble. Is that how you would read them? Yeah, and this could have a lot of shakeup in the big tournament seating, depending how things go. I think Duke, once the heavy, 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 heavy favorite in college basketball, now needs to. Would you bet win them? Some in ele- they're eleven I to four. I wouldn't bet Duke anything. See, I look at those odds for the for the uh, national championship, and they're eleven to four. What is it? Gonzaga is next at eight to one, and I don't love either of those. I Duke really got like, all the way down to like two to one, which is absurd for a for national, any in college basketball. There is no team in college basketball history that should be two to one to win the NCAA tournament. No. So, what do you like if we're talking about the futures bets there for the tournament? Kentucky's twelve to one. North Carolina's twelve to one. Tennessee is sixteen to one. I think you just nailed the three that I've looked at. Those are the three I like. Obviously, we're Kentucky homers, but I do think Kentucky's got a great chance. And North Carolina, man, they have surged up. Is there any way you would – I'm watching to win it. Would you play – I've thought about just taking and just basically betting against Duke because I've thought about taking – I think there's only six teams that can win it. Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, Virginia, Gonzaga, and Tennessee. You could bet all five of those and get it at like three to one – Versus Duke and just bet against Duke. Do you like that as a play? I'm all in on betting against Duke. I'm going to bet against them round by round to get upset. Starting with the 16 16 seed if I need to, if they're a one. I think they're right for an upset just because they can't shoot the ball. Yeah. Well, of of the future bets, which one do you like the most? Uh, I like the twenty-two to one I got on Kentucky back in yeah, November. Yeah, I got why. So, that's what I had too. I'm but that sit on that one. The bet of North all time Carolina. was getting, getting Kentucky right after the Duke game. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go North Carolina at twelve to one. I like that one a lot. I, I agree with you. All right, so ACC, um, Virginia. Which of these teams do you like to win the tournament? Uh, Virginia has been. They play better in the ACC tournament than they do in the. NCAA tournament where they always do terrible. I'm going to go with North Carolina just because, like I said, they're so hot right now. I think their starting five is as good as anyone. They have a little bit of everything. Their point guard has been killing it, averaging like 16 a game. Uh, North Carolina's my pick. I think, depending on what happened with Zion, who knows? They say he's going to play, but I could see him not playing. I could see Duke suffering an early loss if he's not. See, you and I are going completely the opposite. I'm taking Duke to win it. I think what's going to happen is Duke's going to go on a run here, make everybody think they are as good as they were, and then be ripe for an upset in the tournament. But I think Duke in Charlotte with Zion, they got, I think, a pretty good draw. They play Syracuse, which, of course, the zone gave Duke problems. But then they, they at the game up in, uh, uh, in Syracuse, that was not close. 
I like Duke to to take it. I think Duke would beat Carolina the third time. They're not going to lose to Carolina three straight times. And then Virginia just simply can't match up with Duke because of the length. I mean, we've seen that in multiple games. Yeah, but I'm I need to see what Zion's like when he comes back. I mean, it's going to take him a little while to get back in the flow of the game if he even comes back. I know that's the plan, but I need to see it first. If he comes back, he's 100, percent and they pick up where they left off. Then yes, I like Duke. But there's just too many questions around him. Don't have they don't have a center right now. Nobody's in there for Bolden. They have nobody behind him. So I, I can't really formulate an opinion on Duke till I know what they roll out there. Is there any uh, is there any any of these teams you like as a potential upset to win it? Right now, the odds you got Virginia's plus one twenty, Carolina's plus three sixty. Duke plus 185, you could get Florida State at plus 1,700. I was going to say, I want to say Florida State, but I feel like every time I get excited about Florida State But wouldn't you take a flyer at down, plus 1,700? Yeah, that's probably worth dabbling in, but I would also fully be expecting a letdown. What about Syracuse at 85-1? to 1? No, no, I can't get behind Syracuse. i tell you what, though. I could see a Syracuse upset, but to go all the way, no. I like that bet. I'll tell you what, even though I think Duke wins it, I love Carolina plus 360. That seems like a really good price to me for Carolina, a, a team that I think you could make a strong claim arguably has played better than any of these teams. Yeah, we obviously saw North Carolina up close and personal when they played Kentucky in December, and they are much better right now than they were back then. That's a team I would like Kentucky to avoid as a U.K. fan uh, playing again in the tournament. All right, so you're going if, – if, if, if you agree with me that Florida State's a good at plus 1,700, who's your long shot? Who of the five through the nine seeds could be the one that you could see doing it? You don't like, you don't like uh, Syracuse at 85 to 1? <laughs> Uh, no. I mean, I might take a flyer on Virginia Tech, Louisville. I will never bet on Louisville. I don't care if they have the Golden State Warriors wearing Louisville jerseys. NC State, no. Clemson. I like value at 80 to 1. You give me 80. You don't think Jim Beheim, you play this tournament 80 times, they could win once? I'll let you bet that one. I'm going to sit that one out. Tell you what, I'll take Clemson. All right, you Coming from the – what are you they? The Clemson? nine seed. Clemson is sixty-six to one. Nine seed Clemson is my long shot. You pick. like you like sixty-six to one Clemson. Yep. All right, there you go. They get to dodge Carolina and Duke side of the bracket. Clemson's my long shot pick. Uh, first round game that uh, that uh, the Action Network's first round game to watch: Wake Forest and Miami. Miami's a seven point favorite. Well, at the time of this taping, they are playing, so I might know the answer already. <laughs> Well, all right, I don't know the score. <laughs> I don't know the score, but I, I will say pregame, I would have taken Miami for everything. Okay, well, Miami is actually trailing. It's now tied early in the second half. So, well, the there's still a chance. Well, um, the Action Network's play of the day was Wake Forest. Could still hang in there. Miami, by the way, was 0 and 9 going. I should have just pretended and be like, "Oh, I'm taking Wake Forest for sure." But like I said, we're all about honesty here. You are an honest man. I'm not going to cheat this audience. Yes. All right. So uh, there's your ACC. And by the way, any chance the ACC gets three teams as a one seed in the tournament? I mean, if North Carolina beats Virginia in the championship. Uh, I mean, those two are definitely in. I guess you would need Duke to somehow yeah, make I think a you run. Yeah, I think you need Duke to – Duke to beat North Carolina in the semis. Is that how it works? You probably would need Kentucky and Tennessee to lose early in the SEC. Duke beat Carolina in the semis. And then Duke win the tournament. You probably get all three of them as well. But you would need help from other tournaments to pull that off. I, th- I think it's very unlikely. Yes. Uh, by the way, the ACC tournament is – everybody always says is the best of all the tournaments – 
but I can't remember any moment from an ACC <laughs> tournament game ever. Like, I can remember conscientiously other tournaments. I remember Kimba taking that run yeah, in the Big East tournament big that year. back, crossed old guy from I Pittsburgh. I can remember the Kentucky against Mississippi State when John Wall missed the shot and Cousins put it in. I can remember Kansas and Iowa State. They win the Big 12 every year. I can't give you an ACC tournament moment, and I feel like I've watched every ACC tournament, but I can't remember one. The only thing that's guaranteed is Louisville never wins a game. <laughs> Louisville never wins a game in the ACC tournament. I think part of that is because, you know, until Virginia's surge here recently, it's always been Duke versus Carolina, and all Duke-Carolina games just run together for me since they play three times a year, so it's kind of hard to give me just an ACC tournament memory. Yeah. All right, now the Pac-12 has been the least interesting conference Arguably in the history of sports. They're so bad. Like, All of them. Every one of them are bad. I mean, Washington's in. Arizona State's probably in. And no one else should even be allowed to watch the tournament. Like, the rest of the teams literally should be banned from being able to turn it on. Is there any chance they just look in the mirror and say, hey, let let's me not get, have let me, a tournament this year. Let me I know get it's this. supposed to start tomorrow, but let's call it off to not embarrass Give ourselves. me your favorite Pac-12 moment from the season this year. Is it Bull Bull getting hurt? <laughs> no, well, I would never I mean, celebrate someone's to, injury, I mean, I didn't want him to but get that's hurt. probably the only thing I can tell you. I'm just saying I think it's the only thing that anyone that anyone has cared about. The Pac-12 may do a worse job of marketing themselves than any entity except Papa John's. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not sure there is another entity that does a worse job. Because Pac-12, first of all, their games – I think you honestly, I think you honestly have to subscribe to Japanese television to get a Pac-12 game. You really got to be up late to catch one and just be scrolling. You get past HGTV and then a couple of infomercials and then up oh, Washington basketball. And you there. have to deal with Bill Walt. You have to make. <laughs> well, a he's actually the the one draw for watching some of those games. But if you, but people say that, but if you ever tried to do it, first of all, he you talk about not paying attention <laughs> to the game. Bill Walton is not even paying attention to the arena he's in. He would be great on this podcast. He, he likes really to get would. off topic. He gets way off topics. He starts talking about the Himalayas. Like, there's nothing about him that is any way connected to what is on the screen. I did just come up with a second Pac-12 memory. Give it also to him. a negative one. Steve Alford getting fired. I know that's not what they're proud of, but that was so a the big two Pac-12 moments of the year. Bobo gets hurt and Steve Alford gets fired. Yep, that's all I got. All right. Um, so. Th- the odds, Washington is the favorite. They are plus 250. But here's the interesting thing. All the way through, all the odds are relatively low. The highest you can get is 100 to 1. The top 10 seeds are all 25 to 1 or less because of how wide open this is. But they're all, I would never put a single cent out there for any Pac 12 team that's not Washington. I mean, the second most likely odds, Oregon is 4 to 1, and they're the sixth seed. Didn't Oregon just beat Washington? They did. Oregon's so won, there you go. Oregon's won four in a row. Coming there, into the there's tournament. our pick for the Pac-12 tournament that I will not be watching. You're taking Oregon at four to one. You would bet four to one, Oregon. Sure, why not? If you're going to make me bet on the Pac-12, give me. <laughs> I'm the, making you bet. Give on the Pac-12. me the fighting injured Bulls to to pull it off. There is almost no chance that I would uh, uh, that I would. I would bet this. Do you have strong thoughts about the 2.30 p.m. Cal-Colorado game to, to, in the Pac-12 tournament? If you were just going to pick a side there. I have to tell you, I would rather watch Kazakhstan parliament feed than watch Colorado. <laughs> Can you bet on that? Versus California at 2.30 on, on any day. 
Where is this tournament? It is in Paradise, Nevada. Where's is that? Is that where's Paradise, Nevada? Is that a casino? That that has to be like they're not playing this in a rural town. Now in they're Nevada. Just making up places. That has to be it. a place in Las Vegas, yeah, right? It's it's in Las Vegas. Okay. Well, all right. So your your pick, you're going with. I mean, I'm picking Washington, but the odds suck. If you want a good bet, go Oregon. You're going to go uh, Oregon. All right, go, let's... go to Paradise and tell everyone we said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're going to need all the attention they can get. Let's go to the Big Ten tournament. This year, the Big Ten has been the stupidest conference of all time, with Michigan State winning at Michigan second. But maybe the hottest team in the tournament is Indiana, who at one time this year lost 12 straight games but has now beaten Michigan State twice and seems to be playing very well. Are we really going to call Indiana a hot team when they lost uh, 42 games in a row in December? But, they're, but they've been hot recently. That they're, they're, I would say they are playing better than maybe any team in the, uh, in, the, in the conference right now. They're playing better than they were playing. I'm not ready to crown them yet. This is going to be – uh, rubber match of Michigan State and Michigan. Well, the first game there, Indiana-Ohio State, that's probably one, uh, uh, an NCAA tournament playing game. Those two teams are both on the bubble, and probably the winner has a, real, it has a really good shot of making it and the other one's out. Okay, but since you're this big Indiana fan that's well, so I'm not, confident. Listen, I'm not, I'm not they, an Indiana fan. If they win, they play Michigan State. Are you telling me they're going to win for a third time against Tom Izzo? The, not it's a chance. not just that Indiana is winning. In some ways, they have kind of dominated those games. Do you have on candy stripe pants under this table? Are you an Indiana <laughs> fan now? Look, Bobby Knight's a good personal friend. <laughs> and I took a picture with him once. And I think you have to like. All right, well, let me give you odds. See if this changes your mind. Michigan State's plus 170. Purdue's 355. Michigan's 185. Indiana, I could get Indiana. And I can make it to where you can get Indiana. At 55 to 1. You might as well just throw your money in that trash can over there. Indiana will never beat Michigan State three times in a row. You wouldn't want it at 55 to 1. No. I wouldn't want it at 1,000 to 1, and you were giving me the money to make the bet. All right. Well, when Indiana wins and I take my 55. I will pay you out of my pocket if Indiana wins. All right. You heard You don't have to give me money. If I'm, Indiana wins, how much are you paying me? What do you want? You fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. I will hand you fifty dollars. Right, when Indiana wins, the and Big I want Ten nothing tournament, in return. Here's what I'll do: when I win at fifty-five to one, I'll fly you to Paradise, Nevada, right. and we will camp out and get ready for the Pac-10 tournament <laughs> okay. next year. I'm in. All right, go who's uh, Michigan State plus one seventy, Michigan plus one eighty-five. I don't like either of those bets because I don't think either of those teams are good enough to be definitive favorites. What did you? Even though I think they get a rematch, what did you say Purdue's odds were? Because you had my attention. Purdue's plus three thirty-five. I'd, I'd take Purdue. I, you know what? If I were, if I had to, uh, it's Carson Edwards' season. He's going to take over. Carson Edwards is the best player in the country that no one knows. Yep, and he plays around a lot of guys who look like they just got off work at the mall with their lunch pails. Some of them are seven feet tall. Where some do you work bald. at the mall where you have a lunch pail? <laughs> like, I mean, uh, you know, the, the good thing about – the reason you work at the mall is because there's a food court. The last thing you need is a lunch a terrible pail. terrible example. I'm going to say the T-Mobile stand. Okay. <laughs> I could see him working at the T-Mobile bad, stand. Bad, bad analogy there, but uh, – yeah, Carson Edwards could take over this postseason. You know who I like sort of sneaky? You want a sneaky pick? Who? I, I, I mean, I'm hoping for Indiana so that you owe me $50. I like Iowa at 60-1. to 1. 
I was had a crazy run. They open with either Illinois or Northwestern. They'll beat them. Michigan, a team who can play really well, but if they're not hitting shots, it's done. And Charles Matthews is probably not playing in the Big Ten tournament. I like Iowa. It's sick. If, so my long shot pick, I'm going to put a few bucks on Iowa and a few bucks on Indiana. But that you would have to – Iowa would have to play, you know, win what, four straight games? Yeah, but all these other teams – Fran McCaffrey getting ejected. I mean – He's back, though. No, I'm saying he's going to get ejected again. But they've got that one kid who has made 14 game winners in the course of the year. <laughs> it's a good stat. And well, it's it's an exaggeration, but I I I'm, I like I like them. Now, um, the, Michigan State has lost two of their players, but the, this is the thing about Michigan State: 22 and nine against the spread this year. One of the, it's the second best record in the uh, Power Five conference. And Tom Izzo in March. My man always turns it on. Yeah, but people always say that, but they forget when he loses. He lost to Middle Tennessee State one year. But those those years don't count. We're we're pushing the Everybody Tom Izzo narrative. Everybody always says Tom Izzo in March. Isn't John Bayline better in March? John Bayline's been good in March. That's why I'm calling for a rematch. Now we'll say Michigan State does have probably the best player in the conference. If you are you Cassius Winston, that kid, he he was he was very good against Michigan the other night. When in doubt, I always take the best player. So even though the odds aren't great, I would say Michigan State. That's why I like Purdue. I think Carson Edwards is the best player. I would say Michigan State and Iowa uh, would would be my. And picks. your Indiana Hoosiers. <laughs> Listen, you better get ready for paradise because <laughs> we're heading. All right, the Big East. You big fan of the Big East this year? Uh, man, I, I don't think I missed a game. The big 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 East was really bad this year. Villanova, uh, Marquette. Seton Hall, Xavier, and Creighton. Xavier and Creighton probably playing to try to get in the tournament. Marquette for most of the year was probably the best team. Villanova, Villanova struggled all season. I think this is a tournament. Matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and say it. A random team is winning this one. <laughs> yeah, this one. Let me look at the odds, and I'm just going to pick what number I like. I don't even need to see. All the right, team well, let me give you the odds. The Big East tournament. Villanova's plus two hundred. Marquette's no. plus two fifty. No. Seton Hall eight to one. Xavier ten to one, Creighton five to one. That's crazy. Georgetown fifteen, St. John's ten. No team in this tournament is higher than twenty five. That is a that's a coin flip. So who do you like? Give me Seton Hall. Seton Hall at eight to one. Yep. All right, they play Georgetown. They'll handle Georgetown. Then they'll probably get Marquette. Or who knows? They could get DePaul. It's good. It could be anyone, like you just said. Just put them all in a jar and shake it up in this tournament. I, you know, I, I hate to keep agreeing with you. I like Seton Hall because the one thing Seton Hall has done this year is they've shown they can beat really good teams. Yeah, they have the uh, Miles uh, Butler. His name? No, what's his name? No, his name's slipping my mind. Uh, whoever he is, he can light it up. Uh, I think he could carry him. Like I said, a lot of times a guard can just take over in these tournaments. And now, uh, and also, pal, pal, excuse me. And also remember, they uh, have the second best percentage in the country against the three-point line. And Marquette and Villanova are two of the most heaviest three-point shooting teams in the entire NCAA. And I feel like a Seton Hall expert since I was at the game in the Garden when they upset Kentucky. Crazy good when they get hot. The hottest team, by the way, in the league is Xavier who is, was awful all year, but in the last six has gone 5-1. and one. They're 6-0 and oh against the spread in those games. They haven't been the same since Bill Murray left the fan base. Well, but that now they're the – I mean, do you believe in riding the hot team in the tournament? Oh, for Xavier sure. Xavier is, 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 is hot. 
That's what it's all about. Whoever's hitting their stride right as the postseason starts. I often want like there are certain teams. Xavier is like this. Uh, Butler's been like this. That no matter who the coach is, they just keep winning. I mean, Xavier has run through a number of coaches, and everyone. It's not the program. Like they're not just printing out, making these coaches. Something's happening there. There's something in the water. I, well, it is sort of the pro. I mean, I've always said that there are only a handful of programs that can win despite the coach. I mean, think about this. How many programs in college basketball win no matter who the coach is? Well, one is Kentucky because we Kentucky has had five coaches to win a national championship. But who else? Okay, Duke hasn't had a chance to. North Carolina has had two coaches win, but they've also had two coaches not win. They had some right? bad coaches. Kansas can win with whoever the coach is. But is it worth saying that besides Kansas and Kentucky, the next one might be Xavier? Who is doing the hiring there? Because he's either finding the best diamonds in the rough or there's something magic going on. Because you're right, they're always in the conversation no matter who's I'm coaching I'm trying to him. think who, who, who would be a third school along with Kentucky and Kansas that wins no matter who the coach is. Well, as we see with a lot of the Blue bud Bloods, UCLA, obviously not. And uh, North Carolina North, didn't. Duke Indiana, hasn't had a chance. No. Indiana hasn't. Um, Kentucky had one bad coach with Billy Gillespie, but the other five won titles. Um, I don't know. I'm going to rank it Kentucky, Kansas, and Xavier as the only programs you can go to and you know you will be a good coach. Just looking at their coach. You have Skip Prosser, Thad Mata, Sean Miller, Chris Mack all in a row before the that's a, I mean, that's a heck that's of a, a run. It's a pretty good group. Skip, Skip Prosser, Thad Mata, Sean Miller, Chris Mack. How many programs have had that run of coaches? So how are they doing it? Skyline Chili. Got to be. I mean, Cincinnati. Do you like Skyline Chili? I do. I, I'm not one to get in the fight of Gold Star or Skyline. I like them both. But most people listening to this, you don't even know what that is. Cincinnati Chili. That's where you put noodles and cinnamon chili over them. It is absolutely delicious. Then you, like, throw cheese on it. The amount of cheese they put on it is pretty wasteful, but it's delicious. It is. I mean, when I eat that level of cheese, like, if you're listening, Google uh, Skyline Chili. See that pile of cheese. A cow sacrifices, although I guess they don't have to kill the cow to get cheese. No, they do it there in the kitchen at Skyline. Kill the cow. It's fresh (laughs) cheese. Just kidding, but uh, well, I hope you, you you know how cheese is made. You don't actually have to kill the cow to get cheese. That's true. They do it for the uh, meat and the chili. They do it for the sport. It's <laughs> a different podcast here yeah. on the Action Network. The, our, our new listeners via the Action's audience is like, "What have I turned on?" Yeah, well, welcome you know, to the show. Welcome to the show. You'll get this the whole NCAA tournament. We don't spent worry about one it. whole college football show talking about sheep shearing and forgot to pick the games. Yes, we did. But uh, but yes, Xavier. Not sure they've had that anybody's had a better run. Who's your so your long shot pick is also your pick, Seton Hall. Yes. All right. Well, there you go. Because who else are you going to pick? I don't know. This Any is, of them. Here's Can another I take thing. The field? Can I tell you another thing about the Big East? The reason I don't follow it as much. It's on FS1, and I'm not sure it has ever occurred to me to turn FS1 on. Like I know FS1 exists, and I I hear about it, and I'm aware. 
But I've never found a time to turn it on. Have you? Also, By yeah. way, does the Action Network have a deal with FS1? <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep this out. If so, let, I don't know that they do, but check. And if they do, cut that part out. If they don't, leave it. Go it, ahead. It also makes me feel like an old person with technology because on the rare occasion I want to watch something there, I'm like, I don't even know how to find it. Like, is it? Does it have a number? Do I have to wish myself in? Siri, can you find the <laughs> FS1? And the only times I ever turn it on FS1, one of two things is happening. There's a NASCAR something, or Skip Bayless is yelling at me. And <laughs> oh, I did, that's where he is now. Yes. I he's, he's on with he's Shannon Sharp, who's actually him. really good. Shannon Sharp is really good. Never seen it. But the Big East, because they're on FS1, I never know when they're playing. I never know to turn it on. It seems like when it's on Friday nights for some reason. But just in case the Action Network is big on FS1, we love F- FS1. It's did you know I had a tryout for FS1? You did. I had a tryout. It was supposed to be for the the Jason Whitlock show. And I went out there, and they were like, okay, there was four of us, and we had to sit in the same room, which is really awkward. By the way, they hired none of the four of us. <laughs> they, we had to sit in this room, and then they were like, okay, we're going to try you all out with Jason Whitlock. And we sat there, and we sat there, and we sat there. And after like two hours, and they'd flown us all out to Los Angeles. And after two hours, they came in and goes, Jason Whitlock's not going to be here. <laughs> and, I, and they were like, can any of you stay? And this was, let's say it was on a Tuesday. They were like, can any of you stay till Friday? And we were like, no. We have other jobs. You, you can't just come out. Like, they're like, well, let's just do a show without Jason Whitlock. And so then we each, it was almost like a game. We each had to play Jason Whitlock. <laughs> So I like wore a hat, a fedora, <laughs> and a big vest, and I was like, "Hey, you know, Trump." And then did the and, and did it, and it worked out really well. I didn't get the job. Doesn't sound like it worked out too well. I didn't get the job. Is Whitlock still on TV? I have the best Jason Whitlock story, but I can't tell it on the. You remember that story? I do. I can't tell. We'll it on tease the it for Network. later. Action Network podcast. Once the Action Network is is excited to have us for a while, <laughs> then we'll drop our Jason Whitlock stories. All right, Big Twelve. You know, I, I looked up this stat. The Big 12, only two teams have won the Big 12 tournament in the last 15 years. Kansas and? Iowa State. Wow. They're the only two teams. Iowa State's won it four times. Kansas won it ten times. Were you sad that Kansas didn't win the regular season for the first time since we were itty-bitty children? I'm not because I feel like Big Bill Self's hairpiece needed to sweat a little bit. <laughs> for those of you on the Action Network, Bill Self has a hairpiece. And that should affect your odds for the tournament. We're big Bill Self hairpiece guys. All right, here are the odds. Kansas State is plus 365. Texas Tech is plus 385. Kansas is plus 385. Baylor 15 to 1. Iowa State plus 500. Who do you like? Uh, do I want to get crazy and go Iowa State, keep the streak of uh, only two teams winning it going? See, I really like Kansas at plus 385. You're telling me I get I the team, think, but you're telling me I get the team that's won 11 of the 14 conference tournaments, and they're playing right there. They're playing a home game. Come they, on, they've had their run. It's over. Someone else is going to take it. You, Kansas, you've had it for 50 straight years. It's it's over, dude. They're a mess right now. Anyway, do you know, Maria? I want you to go ahead and buy 50 shares of Kansas winning the Big 12 tournament at plus 385. I'm not as anti-Kansas as I am. Indiana, your Indiana pick in the but, but but no, but seriously, they are at home. They're twelve and six in conference. They they've started to play a little better at the end of the year. Why not? They're gonna. I mean, they're playing in Kansas City. 
Well, they do have a double bye. They have the regular bye, and then they play a Shaka Smart team in, in their first game. So that easily puts them into the semifinals. Boy, poor, so I, do like you, I thought Shaka Smart was going to be better, didn't you? I think the whole world did. And it just didn't work out. I don't know him. what he does next. He, they are perpetually on the bubble. When they create a bubble, they put Texas and Clemson on it just so, that, just so everybody knows it exists. Is he done there? No. They paid him too much money. He'll be robbery. At least good for, another good year. for him. So you you're out on. Uh, so who's your pick then? I liked uh, this like a longer shot pick is Iowa State. I could see Texas Tech pulling it off. They've been good this year. Texas Tech at plus three eighty five is pretty good. They have the number two uh, defensive efficiency number in the country. Just don't dunk at the buzzer if you're a walk on on that team or. You will get murdered at half court by your coach. Yeah, and defense travels. It, generally speaking, if you look at the Kim Palm numbers in the in the postseason tournaments, the uh, well in postseason tournaments so far since two thousand one, only teams that have won the NCAA tournament besides one year were top twenty in offense and defensive efficiency. Texas Tech is one of those. There's only eight of them this year. Well, there's my pick, and we'll get my pick versus your pick in the semis. Yeah, I like Kansas. You know, you could make a good argument to pick both of them at plus 385 because I do think there's a decent chance some crazy team comes out of the top and they're ending up playing Baylor or something Yeah, the like top's going to be war with Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas State. All right, let's go to the SEC. Normally the SEC tournament is basically just Kentucky and everybody else. But this year – uh, Tennessee is very good. You have all the the sort of intrigue around LSU. You think Will Wade ever coaches another game? No way. No shot in hell. I mean, he just seems so guilty, and he's only going to get more guilty when it all goes public in the trial. All right. What if I told you you could get LSU at plus 825? Thing is, I think they could still easily win it without Wade. My question mark is Nas Reed is – his status is still undetermined. I Let don't me, think they're going to play Javante Smart. I think the SEC odds are insane. Can I read you these odds? Please. Kentucky plus 155. Tennessee plus 160. Auburn plus 400. LSU plus 825. Mississippi State 33 to 1. South Carolina 95 to 1. I might even take that one. <laughs> Ninety-five you know, to one. Tennessee opened as the favorite, and I don't think they factored in that Tennessee will play at ten at night before playing Kentucky in the semifinal the very next afternoon. Yeah, now Kentucky is a slight favorite. Okay, that makes a little more sense. But I mean, what about? Have you ever seen a tournament where the five seed is plus four hundred and the one seed is plus eight twenty-five? It's a mess. I mean, I think the winner is going to be the winner of Kentucky, Tennessee. But so, give me a long tell shot. Me, though. Tell me, what was Arkansas? Arkansas is a hundred and twenty-five to one. Put it down. Give me Arkansas. They're in that top bracket where LSU is playing down a coach, down a guard, and maybe down a forward. Nobody up there is strong. They've all been had some good runs here and there. Give me Arkansas one twenty-five. I would say Arkansas. At 120, I mean, one of the reasons you might, I agree with you, take a little gambit at it. I mean, Auburn is 4-1, to one and Arkansas is 125-1, to one, and if they played, I think it'd be a toss-up. I agree. And even though 
Tennessee and Kentucky are the better teams. They're going to be in a war on Saturday and we'll have to turn around and play again. I don't those teams could be gassed for the championship game, whichever one survives, if one survives. I, you know, honestly, I wouldn't I don't see value in Kentucky or Tennessee. No. At plus one funding. I mean, I, I think and really you, you could almost just bet it game by game and probably make more money. Oh, yeah. It would depend on matchups, of course. but Well, yeah, because the Kentucky-Tennessee game itself will be about a pick em. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't see that at all. I can't believe Arkansas is 125-1. to one. They have to be the best team in the country to have 125-1 to one in their conference tournament, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to bet that right now before everyone else drives that down. That I mean, it's not free money because, you know, it's unlikely they win the tournament. But if you're going to give me 125-1 to one, – I'll throw a little bit I on it. I mean, no offense. I don't see how Auburn can be four to one and Arkansas one hundred and twenty-five to one. That seems absurd, doesn't it? Uh, it does. And outside of one run in twenty fifteen, Auburn hasn't won an SEC tournament game in nine of the last ten years. But that one year, one year they had a good run. Bruce Pearl's first year, but the other nine years in the last decade, they haven't won a game. Yeah, Bruce Pearl has actually been shockingly bad in the SEC tournament. But that first year, they were terrible and then made a made surprise all the way run. To the finals. Last year, they were the number one seed and losing their first game. Yeah. So, Auburn's fishy. All right. Now, with all of this said, let's look ahead for a second to the NCAA tournament. Before the brackets come out, do you agree with me that there are only really six teams that can win, the six that we mentioned? Uh, yes. You don't, you don't believe in Michigan or Michigan State? I mean, Michigan was just there. I have a lot of the same guys. Coach has been there a lot. I, I just don't see it this year. I'm I'm always the anti-Gonzaga, anti-Virginia guy, but now I'm playing the numbers of eventually they just have to do it. They're in their conversation so much. So I. But do you think they deserve to be the second and third betting choices? I mean, they've both been awesome this year. I think Virginia finally is going to do something. Gonzaga, I could see them failing to make the Final Four yet again. The one good thing Virginia and Gonzaga have going for them is if you believe like I do that there are only six teams that can win it, Virginia and Gonzaga are probably going to be two of the teams that are in a bracket with none of those other teams. So they have um, prob- will probably end up with an easier path to the Final Four uh, than Kentucky, Duke, Carolina, and Tennessee will. Gonzaga is very good this year. They got some NBA-level talent, guys that will get drafted. But they have to find a way to play actual college basketball teams in January and February. Yes. Because they have just been sleepwalking. I can't imagine they're getting any better when they're not getting tested in these games where they're winning by 40. Then they're going to go to the tournament and not be ready. So yeah. that's can my I give, one concern with them. Can I give you – all right, let's quickly go over some of these other conferences. Can I give you uh, my sleeper pick of the entire conference tournament week? Yes. In the American Conference, are you a big fan of the American Conference? Uh, I like America, and I like conferences, so I guess so. In the American Conference, I am a big fan of of Wichita State. Wichita <laughs> State, well, no, big, here's big Greg Marshall guy. Well, no, here's the, here's why I say that Wichita State is playing well. They they started conference play one and eight, and since then have been playing very well. They've got. Uh, that that conference tournament they are right now at plus twenty five hundred. I see that as they're the, at plus twenty five hundred. Plus twenty five hundred. Now you're talking my language. Plus twenty five hundred. Why not? 
Knowing they're plus 2,500, okay, now now I'm listening. All right, so, I mean, you look at it, Houston, Cincinnati, and Central Florida are all good. Memphis and Temple are seated ahead of them. They can win those games. If they – the way the bracket is set up, they have to beat Central Florida. Taco Fall is 800 feet tall, but if you can get past him, you win that. Then Cincinnati – Wichita State has already beaten Cincinnati, almost beat them on the road. I like Wichita State plus 2,500 as my uh, secondary conference pick of the week. Those are some pretty long odds for a Greg Marshall team, but I don't know. Houston, Cincinnati, those are two very good, very athletic teams. I can't even believe you would talk about your boy Taco Fall possibly losing. Dude, I love Taco you Fall. You are the head of the Taco Fall fan The thing club. I like about Taco Fall, you don't see seven, six people walking around every day. When you do, they usually are not coordinated. And when you do, they're usually not named Taco. It's and true. And so you throw all those things together. And I'll admit I teared up when his parents was, came from Senegal. That was one of the best moments of the college basketball season. Did you see that they asked one of the Central Florida players what was the best part of senior day? And he did not say uh, winning, like beating the the you know winning the game. He didn't say seeing his his uh, fellow players' jersey retired. He didn't say ensuring a tournament berth. He said we finally had a sellout. <laughs> Uh, the media staff should have coached him <laughs> up on that one. <laughs> like People I fe- finally came to our games. I feel like that's kind of not nice. I mean, like, like, but if it meant that much to him, I'm glad he spoke up and said it. I just felt bad for him because Central Florida is also, I believe, the largest school <laughs> in the country. <laughs> and, and as the largest school in the country, you would hope that people would come, but you know what? Unfortunately, they do not. Maybe they were two people shy every game and just needed Taco's parents to finally make it to get that sellout. Well, maybe so. All right, so, again, if you are interested in getting uh, all your picks for the tournament, you go to the uh, Action Network slash KSR, and over the course of the next few weeks, we were going to be uh, picking picking games on here. We'll also be breaking down some of the action. Um, by the way, for you – know, the next few weeks when you subscribe, you'll get to see Drew, some of the, uh, the the columns he's writing, including some of our contests, so it should be a good time. Wrote my first one today. So far, they haven't sent it back to me and told me it's terrible, so I assume it will be going up soon. Good SEC tournament preview. Have lots more coming your way. I hope I didn't brag too much about my picks, and then I go on a cold streak. Oh, that's no, no, no. We're, we're, we are always, holding you. That's what always seems to – anytime I'm like, hey, I'm on a heater – Losing the next. So five here's what easily. they here's what they ask that starting tomorrow, you and I register two or three picks of the day, okay, on our thing and tweet them out. I have a feeling I'm going to not do well because generally speaking, when I talk about picks, I do awful. Oh, I'm very superstitious. I don't even tell my friends what I have on the game we're watching because I feel like the moment I start talking about it. People are looking for it. That's when it But fails. you understand, now you're being paid to do it. Yeah. Well, and I, I've always put on the app. I just haven't told people I have the app. Well, you ha- so my history's there, but I'm not like, hey, go follow me. Now I am. So don't mess up my, my good juju here. So we will start that tomorrow with some early, uh, early games, and we will, uh, we will make our picks each day. I'm looking forward to it. ActionNetwork.com slash KSR. It's $3.33. Um, I got on this thing yesterday. It's crazy how much information is there. Yeah, and on a serious personal note, very emotional day for me. It's my childhood dream to be Darren Ravel's coworker. 
and we can finally say I work in the same building as Darren Ravel. I'll probably see him in the cafeteria later today. This is a big deal. You know, dream come true. Darren Ravel, like sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes because you do, and they turn out not to be what you hope. Yep. Darren Ravel is everything I hoped. He is. Oh, you already met him. I haven't met him yet. I've met him in my mind. <laughs> and I thought you were going to say in the lobby this morning you saw him. <laughs> and in my mind, you know, there's a Conway Twitty song. I've already loved you in my mind. I've already met Darren Rovell in my mind. <laughs> and he told you the price of the hot dog at the <laughs> San Francisco Giants home opener. And he told me how much money it was costing me to not have a haircut. And I said, thank you, Darren Rovell. So it's very nice to be a part of it. Thank you all very much. We will see you next time here on Free Money.